Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Game of Thrones. The Walking Dead. Westworld. No, that's the West Wing. West, Westworld. There have been many podcasts which seek to analyse the complexities, the depth, the plot lines, the hidden story arcs, the beauty of these productions. Quite simply, the world doesn't need another one, which is why we're applying that level of discussion to the bottom of the televisual barrel and scraping it with a weekly celebration of The One Show! to the The One Show show live at the London Podcast Festival. And I can't help but notice that we've got a fantastic crowd here, but there is another gig happening across town where the queue is six miles long. <laughs> it tells us something, doesn't it? When a far more attractive proposition than watching The One Show is filing slowly past a dead woman in a box. <laughs> the idea of standing up and shuffling along in the rain for 30 hours bored out of your mind and having to do your toilet down your leg or in a Pringles tube because you want to see not even the Queen, right? Not even the Queen, because it's what is essentially a box left in a specified place for days like she was a decomposing Amazon parcel. <laughs> and that's better than the one show. <laughs> we Some did start this up. by saying we probably wouldn't talk about the Queen. <laughs> well, you know, by the time we put this out, on air, uh, it'll be at least a day after the funeral. So it's fine. <laughs> the day where everyone is allowed to speak their mind again. <laughs> That's right. I just got in early. Uh, anyway, look, thank you, crowd. Thank you, everybody, for coming. We know you have a choice. I mean, to be fair, it was either this or three days in a queue next to someone with a tattoo of Nicholas Witchell on their back. <laughs> so, I'm John Holmes. It is the The One Show show, the podcast that pays its respects, I'm still doing it, to BBC <laughs> One's early evening flagship magazine programme, By Shitting On It. <laughs> As regular listeners know, this is a deep dive into TV's shallowest show. So this week, then, on our live show, Vic Reeves' earthy bird-watching beetroot, <laughs> The Graveyard, <laughs> of abandoned boats and please no do not show us the bleeding gums <laughs> <laughs> I'm right aren't I yeah you're yeah, right yeah. 
Joining me to drill down then into the pulp of it all are, of course, writer, podcaster, despiser of Gethin Jones, co-host of the The One Show Show, William Malcolm, Mark Haynes. And we have not one but two guests for you for our live show in no particular order. Will you welcome the first one to reply to my email asking if she was willing to agree to put herself through it? She's a Mock the Weaker, a live at the Apollo and a radio for her, the fantastic Angela Barnes. Yes. comedian for work. <laughs> what a way to find that out. And the second most desperate. <laughs> yeah, you'll know her from, you know, comedy, but I'll throw in uh, Live at the Apollo, Roast Battle, Hypothetical Off Dave, the brilliant Laura Lex. Woo! Okay, well, look, first question, which is what we always ask our guests. So, have you watched, do you watch The One Show? Have you seen The One Show? Or is it just because we made you? Angela. I don't watch The One Show, but I do have an interest to declare. I know you do. Because I have done a report on The One Show. <laughs> <laughs> this is, when I emailed her, I didn't know this. <laughs> and she went, oh, I, before good. I said yes, I did check back your episodes to make sure you hadn't taken a piss out. <laughs> um, I did one last year. They approached me because I've got ADHD and they were doing a thing about uh, people with ADHD. They were actually, the thing they were doing was about people who find out they've got ADHD through watching videos on TikTok. And I had to point out to them, I'm 45. <laughs> like, this is gonna look, but I went, I had to go all the way to Cheltenham to, it was a strange, I mean, I'm sure we'll touch on it again, like, but it yeah. was a strange experience. Cause I just thought it'd be a fun thing to do, you know, something I've never done before. Yeah. Doing, oh yeah, I can do that. It's, how hard can it be, right? Just talking to a camera, but really hard. Yeah. Mm. Cause you've got to look like you're not taking the piss. <laughs> Everything in me wants to take the I piss. I don't know why I haven't been asked to do it myself. I can't I imagine that one. <laughs> <laughs> but we will touch on it, because yeah. not only uh, has Angela got the experience, she's brought the shooting script. <laughs> so we it's might have just a look a at that. Uh, old cigarette packet. <laughs> Make it shit. <laughs> Laura, do you, have you watched it? Are you familiar with it? Or again, um, you know, I don't you, always catch it live, but obviously yeah. I can't fall asleep without having seen that day's episode. Who <laughs> 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 can? Um, no, I've, I have watched it in the past, but only because um, my husband used to be on it relatively regularly. Um, <laughs> He's Matt Baker. <laughs> no, my husband is in an improv group called The Noise Next Door, and for a very brief period, they had to do sketches for the one show. So they'd get told who the guest was going to be, and I think like I think it was, there was definitely Ross Kemp, um, and someone off called The Midwife or whatever, and, and they'd have to do a sketch, and he, would say, he said I could say this, but he said like this morning, he was like, so they'd say like, like, make a sketch about Ross Kemp so they'd have to do a sketch of like things you shouldn't say when you join a gang you know that kind of thing but then the list of things you couldn't put in was so long and like num like it was like no swearing no um, references to violence no humour no like <laughs> <laughs> no mention of Ross Kemp no no but he said the one for Ross Kemp they like they like laid it out and then Ross Kemp just went such a very serious subject you shouldn't <laughs> I mean that is you know, and I, we didn't do this podcast when that happened because we've never seen that. No, this was. I, I vaguely remember watching it in the gym, which means I was going to the gym, so it must have been just before I got married. <laughs> <laughs> now, regular listeners will know that what we do is we, we watch some of the episodes from the week of recording the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one show has been on this week. Mm. 
but it was a little bit different. <laughs> so we are mostly going to concentrate on last week's episode. I wish you'd said that before I watched <laughs> Before the world... All, all I'm going to say is, well, this show's been advertised for quite some time, <laughs> and I think that the one show was so anxious not to help and to impede <laughs> that I believe they have murdered the Queen. <laughs> That's just how I feel about shall it. We, um, shall we have a look at a little... A little mm. the ti- is it the titles first, isn't it? Yeah. The so change of titles. This the is the, the current titles that the one show are using is in this sad week. one show. Yeah. It's what she would have wanted. <laughs> it's got huge, the great kings of the past look down yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's difficult, isn't it? Because the listeners will now have just heard some sombre music. Yeah. We've all seen the grinning face of the Queen. Yeah. If you want to imagine what it's like, imagine if the Queen was presenting a Christian revivalist African show on Channel 752. <laughs> That is a perfect example of saying, uh, Gary, we need new titles. And he says, how, how, when do you need them for? And they go, this evening. And he says, he says no problem, I'll have it done by lunch. <laughs> there they are. Uh, it's, it is absolutely sensational this week. Yeah, it thanks, just seemed thanks. like... I, was, I have watched a few of these, yeah. and they are textbook in... in Five years' time, they will be talking about these and saying, sometimes television reacted with the mood of the nation. But when you look at it now, it seems absolutely fucking banana. (laughs) (laughs) So this was a bit from yesterday. What they're doing, they're trying to host in an upbeat but very downbeat way. (laughs) So we're not going to make this depressing. We're going to make it lifting, but not too lifting, right? So it's also worth saying that Alex and Gethin are dressed in, in black clothes. and they has got veils on. <laughs> they kind of, they don't look funereal. They said, don't look too funereal. And what they look like is they look like parents of a goth teen who's been bullied. And at the weekend, they've gone, me and your father are going to dress like goth. <laughs> So this is a little bit from yesterday, which I've got to tell you, this is not something that we paid them to do as satire. This is real. You went to a school, didn't you, to see how they've been handling it? I did, and they've been really creative with it as well. They were writing poetry, they were creating uh, wreaths as well. It it was really lovely. And you you did see a few messages like this one here from uh, Oliver. Sort of honesty from the children, don't you? You really do. That would be a lovely film later on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Might have missed it there. Might have missed it. But at the end, having seen a child has done a leaf that says on it, I really wish you didn't die, RIP, Alex says, make a good film. <laughs> Your little one comes home from school. What did you do today, darling? I made a wreath. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Yeah, I can't see a problem with that. Yeah, I think it's it. so weird that parents spend so much time protecting their children from sad things. <laughs> and then, like, a very removed from them sad thing comes on. And it's like, if you haven't got enough grief in your lunchbox today, you're in detention. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to these They didn't know her. Don't force grief on them, you mania. It's so odd. It's so odd how the one show, you know, as, as they've obviously said to them, you, you, no, you, you are the, the voice of the nation, really, at seven o'clock. Mm. That's what people expect you to be 
there, so you've got to adapt. So not even in the same student, gone are the green sofas. Yeah. You know, got, you green just, sofas are disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> just this whole new studio setup that they've got. You're going, what, what is this? What are you doing? It's bizarre. They, they've opened it up, of course. It's the one show. Yeah. And they want to get your story. So the easy one here is your story about meeting the Queen. Yeah. And most people who've met the Queen, they just go, I met the Queen. A wonderful sense of humour, you know. She said, oh yes, and it was the best day of my life. (laughs) Just before we play this clip, there's a little pro tip if you're a presenter, and that is don't hit a word at the end of a sentence that you then use very quickly when the VT kicks in, okay? (laughs) Pro tip, I wonder if that will become relevant. (laughs) What really shines through, I think, from reading your messages over the last few days is just how much time the Queen gave to to meeting people from all walks of life. We have definitely heard that a lot, haven't we? And for those lucky enough to capture that moment on camera, their photos have become even more treasured. These are treasured photographs. (laughs) From the moment their owners met the Queen. Was a little bit worried that all of the doctor was going to nip at the Queen's ankles as she had been known to do that. Maya Gordon was delighted to play a special role when the Queen paid a visit to Gorgie City Farm in Edinburgh in 2019. I think the idea of taking Ola for a walk with the Queen came about she was such a huge personality and we just thought it would be something different to do. There was one moment where Olive overtook the Queen and totally broke protocol, but I think the Queen found it rather funny. Absolutely pissing herself. I have met the Queen. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I've met the Queen when I was a student nurse. It was, I was working at the Homerton Hospital in Hackney. Yeah. And it was really, it's mad because they tidied up Hackney for the day. Did you bite her ankle? I did, yeah, I'm sorry. No, they, but they, they tidied up Hackney, like it looked nice for the day. All these paintings appeared in the hospital that had never been there before and someone came and took them away again the next day. And I, I was a student nurse, right, and I stood, none of us were allowed the day off, we all had to be there. And I stood next to another nurse and she walked past us, like her route was, we just had to stand there. She stopped, right, it is really surreal when she talks to you. And she genuinely went, so what do you do? <laughs> Still in a nurse's uniform. Every evening I've got the postman. I, <laughs> I mean that duck thing. I mean that, you're absolutely right in the, the, the terms of right. What we got, we've got to fill the one show, but respectfully. Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll show the Queen walking with a duck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I crashed it by saying she was pissing herself, but that little clip ended with the girl saying, um, unfortunately, three weeks later, Olive the duck died of old age. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it light. <laughs> when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This is the like mental gymnastics I don't understand with being a royalist because I like now this is going to be unpopular with both camps. <laughs> <laughs> really mind people losing their mind over the Queen died because I think they look equally as weird as you all did when you went mad that Bowie died. I, you, <laughs> like, none of you had ever met either of them. Pack it in. But, Angela has. I have. Oh, oh, you were booked on his album. But, but, but like, what I don't understand is where they want to be like, she's royalty, but then get so confused about what that means that then they get so overexcited when she's just like us. Like that clip of her going, cows. <laughs> like, that's cute when it's a toddler. <laughs> when it's the unelected head of your state. I don't understand how you can live in a brain space where you're like, she deserves to rule me. Look how cute it is when she knows what a cow is. <laughs> well, could you please leave? <laughs> I would love to hear Under Pressure by David Bowie and the Queen <laughs> Insanely good Well look, okay So uh, that's the one show did continue in that, that vein And we, we, we tried And then we thought, no Because <laughs> uh, it would be very, very So we went back to what we know best Which was you know, a few days before the Queen died When they were just being their usual level of mental um, So this this, though, I think the first clip was the day that Liz Truss became Prime Minister, all right? And, and uh, you know how the one show has a very... They crowbar stuff in, mm. it's fair to say. Mm. Um, but this, this was a spectacular <laughs> moment of Alex Jones, I think. <laughs> Hello and welcome to your Tuesday One Show live on BBC One and I play it with Alex Jones. And Ronan Keating. So it's official. Liz Truss has become the third female Prime Minister in UK history. And tonight, we have two other powerful women on the show. <laughs> now, they might not be running the country, but they're both leaders in their own fields. Strictly Judge, Moxie Mabuse is here. The head of the new series, she'll be telling us all about the moment she fell in love with Dance Forever. Yes, and talking of glitz and glamour, Oscar-nominated actor Leslie Manville will be revealing how she goes from the East End of London to a fashion house in Paris for her latest film. It's lovely. Also coming up, someone who'd make a great PM, Angela Rippon. <laughs> no, in what sense would Angela Rippon make a great Because she was on Morecambe and Wise. I believe she would have said that sentence regardless of what that yeah. was about. It would have been, and then we talk about Rose West. Who would have made a great <laughs> I, it just, and, and, 
they miss the trick there though. Like I honestly, I want that's my job. I want to be the link writer for the one show. Like, oh, it's easy it's job. So good. Yeah. Because they miss the trick. She's talking about female prime ministers, right? To link to dancers, and they completely miss out Theresa May. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. She's right there for the taking. Speaking of powerful women, we cut now to some survivors of Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, no. The, the bar is so low to be prime minister that just wearing clothes is enough. The fact that Angela Rippon doesn't come out just in pants, you go, yeah, she could do that job. But it's just so lazy, isn't it? It's just the writing is so lazy. It's like, oh, powerful women, I guess yeah. it's a powerful. Angela Rippon, yeah, Prime yeah, Minister. Yeah. And also nothing on the back of that. They didn't no. go for this reason. They no. were just like, you know, make a good Prime Minister, Angela Rippon. How are you, Mott? <laughs> you know. Leslie Manville came out and uh, they, they said to her, have you, they were very royal heavy on this, mm. which made me think that obviously the news about what was going to happen yeah. uh, and might have been circulating around the BBC and royals were in people's minds. So they asked her, uh, she plays Princess Margaret in The Crown and they asked her, have you ever met Princess Margaret? Oh. And her long story can be summed up just very quickly by no. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely, you play Princess Margaret. Mm -hmm. Go on, tell us all, tell us all. What's it like? Oh, it's great. I mean, it's a fantastic series to work on. I mean, every department is people at their best, you know, costumes, hair and makeup, writing, directors, actors. It's, it's a fantastic series to be involved in. Have you ever met Princess Margaret? Did you ever? <laughs> I nearly did. Um, I can't tell this story without horrendously dropping a name. Oh, go on, go on. Well, two names, actually. Um, dropping. I was on holiday in Mustique with David Bowie. <gasps> Mustique? And nice. my little boy had just been born. He was six weeks old, uh, Alfie, and I was there with my ex-husband and we were having a holiday. For various reasons too long to go into, I got sick, so I had to come home. We had to come home early. <laughs> David rang a few days later to see how I was, and he said, it's such a shame you had to leave early because the day after you left, Mick Jagger, who's Fine. one of his neighbours in Musty, Mick had a party, and Princess Margaret was there playing the drums. No. <laughs> what? What, what a day to get That's sick. Amazing. <laughs> what a story, and you missed oh. it. So I could have met her, but I never yeah. did. The oh, nearly meeting. <laughs> nearly meeting. Marty, that is some celebrity story. Can you tell yes. that? Oh, no. no I, 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 I saw Nelson Mandela. I saw him. We were having, we did the opening for the World Rugby Cup in South Africa, and it, there was so much hush, 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 and all of a sudden we see. There he is, the man himself, and it was just like an awe. But obviously, he wasn't playing drums, nothing <laughs> like that. But that's a that's a moment. That was a moment. Oh, Already, best show of the week. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. The best Whoa. show of the week. <laughs> what I love about that was like celebrity top trumps yeah. was going on there. Really um, what? Mo what's her name? completely hustled her. She's like, no, I haven't. Well, I've got Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> She saw Nelson Mandela. Yeah. So not met him. So, I mean, I wouldn't saw one of S Club Seven in a car park, but it's not Nelson Mandela. It? it was Rachel. But you know, it's it's not, is it? You, I saw Nelson. She was on Mystique. Yeah. And also, what was weird about that was Alex went.
then and she went I was on Mystique with David Bowie and she, she went oh Mystique that's not the big bit also fun fact I, so I wear hearing aids right so when I listened to it I didn't have my hearing aids with me so I was listening to it I was watching it the first time with subtitles and um, it said David Barry and I was like the fuck is David Barry and I, it wasn't until I watched it back oh David Bowie she was with David Bowie I thought you were going to say then she was with Mystique <laughs> <laughs> on the island of Bowie, really, really. Just, uh, How much? On, on Barry Island. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to be shitting out of my ears to leave Mystique and David Bowie's house. Yeah. What level of ill have you got to be on that holiday? Like, I would have a cork in everything. I, I, I mean, credit to her, she did say I had a six week old baby with me. So obviously, when the call came in, she was like, fucking yeah. And they were like, yeah. literally, that baby's a month and a half old. She's like, it's David Bowie. I'm yeah, definitely going to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know who her husband was, don't you? No. Gary Oldman. Looks oh. with my ex-husband. Oh, Gary Oldman. I didn't know that. There you go. She's oh, good Gary knowledge. Oldman. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've got Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the, the thing is, there's so much in that anecdote that they didn't go for. Where you go, I want to know what illness you got. I want to know what you were shitting out of. Well, I know so what you were shitting out of. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but I want to know that. I want to know about the husband. You're right. And I want to know also. She sort of, you know. I was on with holiday mystique. <gasps> mystique. Um, <laughs> and then Mick Jagger's party. Mm. Princess Margaret. Mm. Prince Andrew was there. <laughs> Not well, single child. What? Tell us more. She lived on mustique, didn't she, Princess Margaret? Because her, I read. A, oh God, this Wikipedia is, again. I'm so embarrassed that I know this. No, I read the autobiography of a lady in waiting who is this awesome <laughs> mad woman, and um, and it was her husband was this sort of crazy um, gambler and he bought Mustique when it was nothing so it was her lady in waiting's husband owned the island right. so she was there all the time in like the 70s and 80s not funny but true <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's if you went there you weren't always guaranteed to see her though no no, no. no. <laughs> but that was that. Well, you're absolutely right about the celebrity top trumps I think um, I you are going to have to flip back on your clip list but there was a we were talking about segways as well <laughs> and Ronan um he spotted an absolute golden opportunity. And I say golden opportunity because it's a sort of autumnal thing. Uh, oh, God, yes. For a segue. Uh, Plus, talking of trees, as we creep towards autumn, you may have noticed that lots of them have already shed their leaves. It's been called false autumn. And tonight we'll be looking at the impact it's had on wildlife and what you can do to help. Mm. Now, Firstly, right, I know we all look forward to a wildlife film on The One Show. I mean, that is, it's, you know, in much the same way as a dog looks forward to eating its own sick. <laughs> and there is one coming up. I mean, it's, there are a couple of wildlife films this week that were quite textbook. Oh, the other one. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we got, we got, there's Vic Reeves and Birds, yeah. which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, the, the woodland uh, and the, the false autumn. But, mm. but master of segues there. Um, uh, Ronan and, and what you can do to help yeah. was his big thing which well. then wasn't answered in no. the video no. <laughs> no. not in any the way the answer about what you do as well to help false autumn is that you would rain um, so <laughs> it's not actually something you can do so just not even, even the Queen can't do that anymore <laughs> 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 that deserved more 
Does oh. anyone else notice? Like, I never want to criticise what anyone's wearing on TV or whatever, because right? I think it's hot. There's toxic. But it did look a bit like those two sofas had got invites to very different parties. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like Leslie Manville and Mozzi were really done up to yeah, the night, yeah, but then the other yeah. two would look like they were going bowling. <laughs> yeah, that, happens, that happens a lot. Sometimes you get Hollywood stars on there where they've really got the wrong memo. <laughs> and they're sort of dressed up spectacularly. And other, as we'll see, the bloke from One Direction turns up in just a football shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Give a shit. A hooky football show. That's yeah. the yeah. Well. yeah. Um, abandoned boats? Yeah, should we do yeah. it? I think so. I mean, this is, um, you know, to get into this, there was, a, there, again, classic one-show film, where if you were, you know, if you were going to throw a dart at subjects for a one-show film, right, you're obviously you'd go wildlife, pine martins, we know that's a, a golden era, right? But this one, and I had what, uh, I spoke to Mark on the phone uh, yesterday morning about this, and... He said, I'm just watching it now, and I hadn't started, and, it, and, he, and he, went, he, said, he said, oh, Christ, you know, there was like a film about abandoned boats. I thought he was joking. <laughs> <laughs> and he just plucked a thing, yeah. which is what they've done. Yeah, and sure enough, uh, it turns out there are people that fly tip boats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you, I didn't know this. No, I didn't. And, it, no. and so there, uh, uh, there, apparently there are, and this is a this is a big problem because there are twenty or so a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This um, was a perfect example just, of one of those films you put in and you sit there watching it, just going, and what the fuck do you want me to do about it? <laughs> So I have actually made a pledge, though, that in 2023 I'm not going to leave any boats. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I really work on that myself. It's, it's, it's got I, a, it's, uh, well, we'll see, but there's a, there's a team of students, mm. right, <laughs> just, uh, and I quote, collecting and measuring fibreglass sediment. Yeah. Right, now when I was a student, <laughs> we did that. <laughs> And it was brilliant, so I can see why they wanted to do it. See, it's weird these segments because uh, so I have um, quite debilitating in, uh, environmental anxiety, and so you, I kind of watch these things and go like, oh, it makes me instantly clam up that you're talking in any way about the environment being, you know, you get the sweaty palms and you start going through all your coping mechanisms and you go, but in a way, isn't it great that they're like shining a spotlight on? Oh no, they've moved on. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I maintain that the one show is the best show for anyone with ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as your mind wanders, so does they. <laughs> often they're brilliant. Yeah, they're really often. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. You're just slowly processing that you've eaten lots of fiberglass in your last two <laughs> days. Oh my God, how much of these are even real? <laughs> Suddenly, you're back on Strictly. Like, what? <laughs> I don't even know how this happened. It's, true. it's like a fever dream. It's worth saying as well. The tone they do on this yeah. is everybody watching is dumping boats, <laughs> and you guys need to stop. It. <laughs> <laughs> so you watch this and you go, I've sort of been told off about that fucking boat. <laughs> Not anymore. Like, uh, <laughs> ne next time you hijack a boat, you can be like, I thought it was abandoned, the one show told me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was my first thought watching. It's like, do you mean these boats are just for the taking? Yeah. 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 I live by the seaside. I'm it, just going to go for a As they went through, they went, as we'll see, I, they went through where you can get yourself a boat, a boat for a quid. Yeah. <laughs> or free. Yeah. So, 
So if you want a boat, pay attention to this. Now, unlike how we normally do on the show, normally on the show, I leave everything absolutely verbatim and we don't clip and we don't edit yeah. to make it funnier. Uh, this I have done because it was long. Um, and, uh, oh, have you got in the line where, because he's uh, from Liverpool, isn't he, the presenter? Yeah. The, uh, where he says the most scouse line ever, because Lochs in good neck. I had to keep it wide, didn't it? Lochs in good neck. I would say just, just do look out for the bit where they've had to put in language to make it clear that the fiberglass they're talking about only some of it comes from the boats they're telling you it comes from. So there's obviously more fiberglass in the sea that's nothing to do with these boats, and they've had to make that clear. So this is this is a, a lesson to you all about abandoning your boats. <laughs> what was going on with these boats? <laughs> the problem is when the repairs get too pricey, getting rid of a yacht is an expensive business. It's left to Harbour Master Richard Craven to collect them up and dispose of them. How many boats have you got here? So here at the moment, I know we have we've 20 or so. This, this boat here, I'm afraid, if nobody wants to buy it in, in our auction, uh, it will be destined for landfill. We'll have to get a big skip in. Like lots of Richard's abandoned boats, the main shell of this one is fibreglass. About two years ago, we collected samples along those shores and we collected also mussels and oysters and we found loads and loads of fibreglass. Some of that fibreglass has undoubtedly come from disintegrating larger pieces, like those in old and abandoned boats. <laughs> So if the fiberglass shards can get into oysters to then find themselves on our dinner plate, could we then inadvertently be eating the, the, the fiberglass shards? It would be a very gritty dinner, but yeah. Aging boats can look quite pretty, but the reality is they're an ugly, damaging problem for the seas. And for those who are left to look after them, well, they want boat owners to know the true cost of abandoning ship when only one of these is no longer plain sailing. Boom! <laughs> oh, Very on. good. I mean, come on, plain sailing. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was a very punny show, this one. There was lots and yeah. lots and lots of puns. They had stuff about uh, boats and dentists and yeah. as oh, many God. puns as dentists as you can think of. Yeah. Someone sat down and had a big list of them and someone looked at it and just went, yeah, no, they're all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's when the writers go, look, just pepper them in and we'll lose half of them in the edit and then the editor's on their lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> And there we shudder to some kind of necessary end because you know what they say, it is possible to have too much of a shit thing. <laughs> Specifically an early evening BBC One magazine show. We'll be back with part two tomorrow. Goodbye! <laughs>
Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.